Hey everyone, welcome to the last day of the devotion that we've been doing called To Be Made Well on the Bible app. Same as every other day, I will link the plan in the description if you want to um, go back now that we're, this is the last day, so we're going to be done. But if you want to go back and read the other days, um, make some notes, there have been some really great really great questions. Um, but for the final day, Kellen has popped in, um, and I just told him he could listen, and if he has anything he wants to say, then he Oh, can... I always have something to say. That's... Why didn't you invite me to this Bible study? You and I could be doing it this... together. Well, oh, oh, you mean through the, the, the app. The oh, that app. is, that's and a really... And then I can give you my, my... Yes, that's true. My thoughts if I'm not around, but no. But I'm here, special guest, and I always love doing these with you. It's actually a really good point because that is something through the Bible app you can do. You don't have to do plans alone. You can actually do them with your friends. You can invite yeah. other people. And then at the end, you can share notes and thoughts. And yeah. um, so that's also a really, a really good point. Thanks, babe. Mm -hmm. um, okay. The title of this one is How Can I Bring Healing to Those Around Me? So, Kellen, to catch you up to speed, we've been talking about healing. So we talked about physical, emotional, relational, and now we're talking about how we can bring healing to those around us. It says, healing leads to more healing. That's true. One of the beautiful truths throughout Jesus's ministry is that when people experience healing, they tell other people about it. And those people mm -hmm. in turn experience healing. In the case of this woman who has been bleeding for years, after Jesus publicly proclaims that she has been made well, he sends her back into her community to be an agent of healing. He says, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. When Jesus sends this woman out, quote, in peace, he is not simply wishing her well as she reenters society. He is referring to the Jewish concept of shalom, which our English Bible translates as peace. Shalom is the idea not only that each of us has individual wholeness, but that our relationships with one another and with God and with the land are also restored to wholeness and health. Jesus heals this woman and he sends her into her community to continue that healing work. Healing is for us as individuals, but it is also for us collectively. Jesus equips us to be people who bring shalom. When we receive Jesus's healing love, it is as if our lives become vessels of that love, filled to overflowing. Like this woman, we can move out into our broken families, broken communities, and broken society with the healing that we have already received. And the two questions at the bottom are, number one, where have you received healing from God? And number two, how could you bring that healing into your community? And the prayer at the bottom says, God, help me see the places where you have begun healing work in my life. Help me see how I can bring that healing into the world around me and invite others into relationships of health and wholeness. Thank you for your healing love. Amen. And then um, as the other days were, the scripture is Mark 5, 24 through 34. And then the additional scripture is Romans 5, 5, which is a great, 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 great scripture. Now, hope does not disappoint because mm -hmm. the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. I, the thing that came to my mind is I'm still like walking out healing in some areas, but I will say that because like walking through our loss, it's really interesting that like I've gained, I've still, there's still pain points, right? There's still healing, but it's been really beautiful because it was kind of public to, as I was getting healing, 
in different areas to kind of be able to live that healing out. And then yeah. the messages I've gotten from other yeah. women who yeah. were like, I never thought I could be this, you know, okay. And this yeah. healed and this like, and feel hopeful. Even. Hope, Maybe they're not even healed yet, yeah. but they're like, I'm actually optimistic that I can get my there's healing. Yeah, there's, yeah. And that's how I felt hearing other people's stories and watching other people like mm -hmm. after devastating loss, get their promise. Um, it's really powerful to live out your healing publicly. And it's interesting because I shared with you, but just a couple months ago or right, or no, maybe more than a couple months ago. Oh my gosh, probably like seven months ago. Cause Kaysen is five months. But before I had Kaysen and I was like, I don't know how to be online anymore. Cause I felt like I had just become such a agent of, or like an, I don't know if even influencers the right, right word, but it was like, I didn't know how to be on social media and just be happy. I felt like I was always walking through something and, hmm. and like, it was almost weird to think I don't have a battle I'm fighting, like a big one. And so I don't know how to just be here and enjoy it. Interesting. Yeah. And, but that's kind of what this is talking about is like, because I had had healing and was in a peaceful place. It's like the woman, like go and be in peace, yeah. right? You're healed. It was like, there was a lot of that, that God told me like, go in peace, you're healed. But then I didn't know it was almost like I had fought so hard not for my identity to be like the girl who lost the baby, but mm -hmm. it was still like, I don't know. It, it was just a weird thing, but I will say that now I feel like I'm in a place where I am living out my healing. Mm. And I think that that is encouraging to people who have it been is. following the journey. Yeah. So that's really good. I always love testimonies. I love testimonies. Yeah. I mean, if you don't have a testimony, man, you haven't gone through anything. I feel yeah. like everyone, even if you just think about it, even if you're like, I remember someone thinking like they weren't cool because they didn't have like a crazy yeah they testimony. like didn't deal with drugs or they that's didn't lucky. have sex that's before a, marriage that's a good thing that's a great testimony <laughs> you, 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 you still like went through trials but they weren't you know uh just extreme trials uh and and i would appreciate that and even being healed from stuff from my childhood i mean i come mm -hmm. from a divorced family so already there is some ripping yeah. of the heartstrings mm -hmm. and you know thinking was it my fault you know or anything like that just yeah. the enemy totally lies and uh it's so cool to get healed from that and then to look back because i always felt i was alone i remember i had all these childhood memories of me playing with my legos just thinking i was alone and then in my older years about eight years ago eight to nine years ago so when i was like 24 25 no actually that'd be 27 28 uh i remember uh going up to the healing rooms up in bethel and just praying to god and asking for healing and having him reveal different things to me and yeah he showed me that jesus was always in the room with you me. were never, I was never really alone. alone yeah uh, it's funny i i, I there's some instagram thing where I think her grandma was about to get robbed in her car and grandma's yeah. like oh you can't do that jesus is in the car with me he yeah. i bring him everywhere i go she and the like, guy started crying yeah. and he's like i gotta go home and pray and yeah. it's like he's always there even yeah. if even if you like don't think he is or you know you don't want him there like i mean obviously don't rebuke him but but he's always there he's just one jesus away mm -hmm. you know just call upon his name it's the most yeah. powerful name and and testimonies when you can get around people 
especially when you think you've had it really bad and then mm-hmm. you go i remember when i was doing fbi most wanted and i had for my character uh kenny crosby he had like a aa sort of thing yeah. like he went mm-hmm. to something for vets who deal with ptsd and you think your story is bad and then you hear someone else tell their story and you're like wow okay maybe not mine isn't so bad not yeah. not that you have to compare it but Sometimes just well, hearing it's like the that, power of perspective. Yeah, you yeah, can't compare great. pain, but there is something where, you know, I think that sometimes people use that. Well, there's always someone more soft than you as a way to like numb yourself yeah. or shut off from feeling. And I don't think that's healthy. You have to feel your way through it. Yeah. But there is something that's really sometimes helpful about seeing the bigger picture of like, wow, I'm going through that, but this person's going through this. Yeah. If you can choose to look at it in a way that doesn't make you numb your own pain, yeah, but or makes diminish. you grateful or diminish or, or it. make you feel like, Oh, your pain isn't, valid. you shouldn't. Yeah. Valid. Yeah. But it is like, if you do and you're like, okay, you know what, within this, like my heart aches for them, but I'm yeah. so grateful because you know, X, Y, and Z didn't happen to me. Like, it's just, well, I, I remember when Brian Schwartz, our marriage counselor guy, I remember yeah. like in the beginning of our mm-hmm. marriage and we'd go through things and we're like, Oh, this is the end all be all. Like, can't believe this. Like, for example, he leaves the toilet seat up. That's not true. But, yeah. But he's I like, never guys, cared about that, guys, but a small thing. This is nothing. Yeah. Trust you guys are going to be fine. And having someone be like, to tell you that something you think is massive and the end all be all is fine. And it's nothing. And trust, trust him. There's, 10 times worse stuff, you know, yeah. potentially coming. You're like, oh, okay. It kind of, It's just perspective. Perspective is a, a great thing to get. Well, and it reminds me of this verse of Romans 10, 17 that says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing yeah. through the word of Christ, but faith comes from hearing. And so like you were talking about earlier with testimonies, when you hear other people's testimonies, yeah. it, it, it fuels your faith and it fuels your desire to heal. And the fact that you can heal, it, it gives you hope. And just like you were saying, when these little issues were, you know, come up in relationship and marriage, especially when you're like, I don't know if we can get past this. And it's so small. You have someone else's faith of like, you guys, you can get through this. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're right. You know, it's just in the heat of the moment. You're like, I don't know. And I will say this, though, you and I, because I don't want it to be misrepresented. I don't want our marriage misrepresented. We've never been to the point where we're like, I don't know if we can get through this. No, it's more just been like, hey, we're missing each other. Yeah, we're you're a guy and you have your own background. I'm a girl. I have my own background, like such different frames of reference, different the whole thing. And it's really nice to have someone in the center just kind of say, hey, let me try to interpret a little bit. But also, you guys, this is not a big deal. Let it go. And we're like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, great. We'll let it go, you know. So anyways. Which is, and it also reminds me to a point when it's like, write write your testimony down. That's good. You know, and and, in moments where you might have hopelessness or you're just blah or paralyzed or whatever, like write it down and then read it and go back to it and see how far you've come. Maybe it's kind of like journaling, right? Like in the moment you're, you journal and uh, you think it's the worst ever. And then 10 years later you find that journal and you're like, wow, look where I am today. Yeah. I'm still breathing. Mm -hmm. I still have a heartbeat beating. Um, I'm still here. And most of the time you're better off now than when you were. Yep. I love that. 
All well, right. congrats on a great ending up here. Yeah. yeah, we finished Can't wait this to one. get invited to the next one. I have uh-huh. it right here. I'm going to invite you right now. It is called Overcoming Fear and Anxiety. And Natalie Green Oh, did I did it. that one already. I oh, have all did? these answers. No, I'm joking. Oh, I'm like, busy. Well, well no, fine. <laughs> but it's by <laughs> Nat- it. So it's called Overcoming Fear and Anxiety. It's by Natalie Grant and Charlotte Gamble. And um, it is another five-dayer. And it looks awesome. Again, I haven't read it ahead of time. But it looks amazing. So, and that's probably one of the most, I did a little Instagram poll the other day and was like, you know, basically kind of what are you feeling? Like, what are you struggling with already in 2023 or what do you want to feel more of? And one of the big things that people are struggling with is just anxiety. And oh, that's easy. kind of, yeah. yeah, that's just something that is so Especially running rampant. Especially after the last couple of years we've had. It's, yeah. I mean, once anxiety comes in, a lot of times you don't realize what you're feeling is rooted in anxiety. Uh-huh. Well, and there's so many distractions. So when that first little bit of anxiety yeah. gets in, I think instead of our reaction being, let's tackle this, we have authority over this. Yeah. We just, it's so much easier instead of suiting up for battle and going straight at it and through that situation, we instead are like, oh, let's just go on social media. Let's just <laughs> put on a Netflix show. Let's watch The White Lotus. Like, let's, you know, like it, and so... The problem with that is that the movie or the show anxiety. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was just a show. Anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. put on something that everyone's talking about or read a book or when really it's like untreated anxiety, just it grows and it grows and it yeah. grows and it starts to take you over. And some people we see lose that battle with anxiety and it's really sad. So, um, yeah, I think I'm hopeful that it'll be a really good next five days doing this be. one so anyways it maybe are with you maybe you'll stop in again yeah, yeah. all right i love you sorry for poking you love you <laughs> poking the bear, poking the bear. <laughs> all right love you guys <laughs>